Hello everyone, this is Across the Line with Chris Greatrich and Sadov Tupas, the second of a two-part interview with the great James Young Husband. If you want to catch the first episode, it's on our YouTube channel and of course on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. And this one, the second of the two-part interview. Some really funny stories in there. <laughs> really funny stories. Um, we change gear a little bit in this second part, don't we? Um, talks a little bit about his modeling career, a lot of uh, topless stories in there, which I think some of you might be uh, <laughs> interested in. Um, talks a lot about his ASCAL career as well, um, which obviously is synonymous with. Um, and then he talks a lot about his, his future plans and his intentions within um, within the coaching world. So some really, really insightful uh, stuff from James today. Well, James Young Husband on the second episode of his uh, two-part special. If you want us to continue doing this, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. And you can also like our Facebook page and share the videos that we have. And drop a comment as well so we can continue doing Across the Line. So you made this decision to pursue your football career or you just want to go to the Philippines because you just want to be... Both. I I saw like... Um, I, lo- I know that when we came to play for the national team yeah. and like just... Or talk now and then talks to Sadelf and other people involved in Philippine football that like I really I know I think things would really work out and like it's a great place to be um I remember though the funny part about that one with Met Police was I hadn't told Chad that I've made the decision <laughs> but I because Met Police I said it's not working out anymore so I told the coach straight after the game yeah I can't come in I can't I can't come to training or the games anymore I've decided to move to the Philippines with my family but I hadn't told Chad so we still sat down for a team talk at the end of the game and the coach straight away first uh, okay guys uh, first things first I've just spoken to James and we have to wish him well and good luck because he's moving to the Philippines and Chad's face was like because <laughs> he didn't know Chad's like that's the first time Chad's fight he, I don't tell him but he finds out from the coach in front of everyone <laughs> but Chad I'm always hanging out Chad's like another um, so Phil Phil's here doing modeling and showbiz but Chad's with me basically like my new brother in England <laughs> But he finds out from the head coach that I'm leaving the country. <laughs> but instead of finding out directly from me, so he he always remembers how shocked he was about that. <laughs> and then you make the move. I made the move. And and Kerry and Mum come with you. Kerry and Mum come with me. Like, and, and were they part of the decision process, yes. or would you have gone anyway? No, no, they were part. It's like, yeah. our mom, did they want to move? I did. Yeah, with our I think with our dad passing away and our mum, like we all like just felt it was time. Like she always wanted to come here, really back here, and yeah. be with her family and. Like we, she'd always when we were in England, she always wanted the like she we, she'd look at land to purchase and sell a house here in the Philippines, and that, we were like, yeah, we want that to be our future. But the the, yeah, just to clarify, where's your your mom from? Mm. Uh, yeah. Malabon, Malabon, where it floods a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like the water, the like water, the, Cat Moon, Cat Moon. <laughs> yeah, right. And and moving on to mm. to the Philippines, uh, mm. initially, well, what, what were you doing then? Uh, when I first came to the Philippines. Did modeling actually? That's why in here in this area, I remember I remember being set up with an agent back then with mine and Phil's old PR agency. What's this? Two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Okay. And um, Phil had planned. Phil had already made plans because he tried modeling and showbiz, but he missed football, so he made plans already to set up our own football academy. And back then it was called originally the Phil Young Husband Football Academy, um, and me I, I would be I would I would come in and be a coach there while Phil would be the academy director, and um, so you'd be so working for your brother. Yeah, exactly. Your boss. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was good. it's just being in the Philippines and being uh, doing football sounded like it was a dream, and but when I first came back, obviously it wouldn't that wouldn't happen. I needed some money to get the to get the academy started up, mm-hmm. so I set up uh, so. First, I was like, do a bit of modeling, fashion shows, and do um, go sees and TV commercials. Yeah, so what sort of things were you doing at this point? I was coding, like, this area, This that's why I say it reminds yeah. me of my modeling days, coming in here with our fellow models, and it was fun, like, it was the experience, but it was a lot of waiting around, and, um, <laughs> like, it's like you see in the, in the movies when they go to Hollywood for auditions, you got them all waiting in the room, reading their lines. Um, but that was, I, I was thankful for that, because that taught me a lot, um, I wasn't a fan of waiting around a long time and mm. just I didn't get the same pleasure as I did with football like the satisfaction I enjoyed like it was great working with people meeting people and when you actually do the show you're in the moment and you feel the, like you feel how good the work is it's just I didn't get the same love for, 
for it as much as I did with football. Um, so that's what I did for a few months. Fashion, I remember Fashion Week. I'd get up every day, 6 a.m., to go to Mall of Asia and for to prepare to rehearse every morning for one show. And the, the show would be at 7 p.m., 9 p.m. And then when that finishes, the same thing the next day for one week. And that was so tiring, that one. Uh, tired than kicking a ball. Tired of kicking a football, you know, you're done like two hours of work, you're done. And then, um, but that was, that was really draining. Cause then I've got a funny story with that one as well. You laugh at this one. People will laugh at me for this one, but <laughs> I'll share it because I don't, I don't care about sharing it anymore. I've told people I'm close to Ray. I remember for one show, uh, it was a bench show and it was a topless yes. underwear show. This is what I want to hear. <laughs> this is an underwear show. This is the juicy part. This yeah. juice part. And the guy, like, uh, the director, I loved him. He was fantastic. He, like, he really encouraged me. His name's Ariel. I remember seeing him after Ascals blew up and we were hugging and everything. He's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, but I remember this one. He gave me a great opportunity. He, he goes, I want you to be the star, the, the finale. I went, really, me? <laughs> so he's like, yeah. So everyone will do their walk and then you'll do a walk, your walk, your assigned walk, but I want you to be the last one out. Um, it's good because I had my, under if you go online, you'll see it on Google somewhere. Um, <laughs> I had jeans on and the bench underwear. And then, um, so I walked around and then, but he's like, I want you to finish with your arms crossed over your back like this. So I was like, oh really? <laughs> and in the rehearsals, I've got my full clothes on, but during the show, it's gonna be topless. So I did the walk, oh no, so I did the practice and then I'm like, oh no, how long have I got? I've got, I've got a problem. My arms are a bit hairy <laughs> on the hair. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we've got, I finished, we finish after lunch. I've got four hours till, till we go on stage. So I'm like going around the mall and then I've only got, I've got, I've got some money on me, but I was like, I can't buy to, to wax it. It's going to cost too much. <laughs> so I got, I literally go in, I think I found like a Mercury or Watson's and I bought a razor <laughs> and I literally went into the bathroom, got some soap and got some water and I was literally shaving in the toilet bowl <laughs> and it, it worked out pretty well actually. So that was a pretty uh, do it on the moment because I was like no way is it going to look good I, I actually was working out quite well then and I was working out in the gym every day with my brother three hours a day like getting big but it's just it didn't look good if I crossed my arms out and then these big bushes come out so yeah that's that was that's why I remember from that fashion show uh, fashion week but ever since that I look after myself and everything so. <laughs> sorry yeah I was very proud of you yeah he was he was fantastic <laughs> like, it, 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 the show was great it was probably one of my best shows and like I'm very like working with some of the people in the industry like it's really like it helps you grow and like it's one where like you really appreciate the art that like, you can see the vision of some people I'm not sucking up this is the truth and it's just there's like myself is you have other passions and go but that was just a good experience for me to help me with other things in my life like mm. but football was really for me yeah you know what uh, I, I just realized it's been quite a journey for him and we're mm. not even with a the national team or yeah, yeah. playing for his clubs here in the Philippines. There's lots of things that happened off the field. I want to hear more about your armpits. Yeah, so mate, I'd that's, say that, but that's, uh, that's brilliant. There's, there's more, there's loads of more. Yeah. But, oh. but I, I, you were really brought to the public's attention during that SEA Games yeah. in 2006 in Bacolod. Yeah, 05. Late, 05, 05, 05, sorry, 05. 05. Yeah. Because 2006 was the... Um, the Tiger Cup where we played each other together. So 2005, you were there with my middle brother, Philip. Yeah. And I remember him sort of And your mum. I think my mum came, yeah. Mummy Carol was there. And I remember like my brother, talking to my brother and he was like, yeah, it's pretty crazy here. I'm thinking, yeah, okay. You know, they were all here, like a couple of hundred people. He's like, nah, there's like thousands, thousands upon thousands of people just lining the streets of Bacolod waiting to watch our games and I don't think obviously the sort of the landscape of Philippine football has taken a little bit of a downturn in recent years but mm. he described to people what it was like at that time because it for, for me watching it from the outside not even being in the middle of it it, yeah. it appeared like it was absolute pandemonium um, I'll go to before that actually <laughs> there's more okay. stories for you um, so we got called up to play with Domica like Domingo, yeah, was, Domingo, yeah. Uh, was the general secretary yeah he was fantastic uh, really helped me and my brother come into the national team remember he was the one to message Chelsea when we were still at Chelsea then and uh, asking permission can these boys come for our, our new tour uh, youth tournament which is the SEA Games so yeah we'd, we'd love to like this like and then uh, we went there and like 
it was a bit of a we were expecting because we knew we'd have stuff we, we were used to manila stuff manila lifestyle mm -hmm. like it's, it's accommodation and stuff but but collard was something different at the time because we went i think three weeks before the actual tournament started we had a camp in a house and we went in and it was coach Harris was our coach and he went through so much work to kind of help me and phil settle and vince santos was there as well mm -hmm, yeah. they those guys because it's not what me and phil being us me and phil were used to but they they were so nice they gave us the the nicest room possible i think you were staying in palmas might have been and yeah. then we were oh, like oh we're like oh we brought our playstation <laughs> and they're like oh okay so they got the tv from the whole team and moved it up the stairs and brought it into our room and it was they were so nice it was great the pro was the playstation didn't work on the tv <laughs> so we're like, oh okay that's what i mean like if it weren't for the staff and group of that it may uh who helped me and my brother settle in it's kind of like things would have been a bit but it was we were young me and phil we were like 16 17 si uh yeah 17 17 18, 18 yeah so we we're kind of like i mean it's a little bit deaverish i'm being like it's just but we knew that uh, we should have been better than that but it was just if it weren't for the likes of coach Harris being so thoughtful of helping us settle it in and chris uh yeah, coach Harris like don't worry uh, chris great which he's coming in he's coming in and uh they helped us settle in so much and um they and then chad gould was part of the team as well that's the first time we met chad and they were so nice the the players that they knew that we kind of were just settling in that they'd arranged they gave us a dvd player and they've just we played episodes of lost and i'd never seen lost before but that's what got me addicted and literally we train and then we'd watch lost the whole time <laughs> but then it came to the games and we transferred to a hotel and that's when you could feel the the what's it, the atmosphere of the mm. sea games coming because we're with the other players the volleyball team mm. the the other sports players so they were all in Bacola with you they were in Bacola, but yeah. they weren't with us for the camp okay because that was just the football yeah. part but then you could feel it, and then you could feel the crowd the the the, Bacola, the community f uh, getting excited for mm. it and then uh came to the game and then you just maybe I don't know how much, maybe 20,000 like people. Yeah, Bernard was packed. Yeah. Pad, you had people climbing the trees. Yeah, I remember seeing that pic the pictures and, of the people in the then, trees. And then that's what I mean. And then you just like, that's what gets you into football at a young age. Seeing like getting this excitement of it's the show and the excitement. And you could feel the energy of the crowd, even when you just get the ball, like the, the place erupts. And that's what I mean. Like, I, that's why today I'd like to see but see football get to that level again. I, I think that was a great turning point for, for Philippine football mm. them and getting introduced to the the Filipino football fans. Yeah. I think it really got a lot of interest. That was my first interview with you guys. Yeah, I remember. Kundutel. Uh, yeah. Kundutel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the f funny thing was I remember them. Like I was wearing my, my England jersey. I was a big fan of the... <laughs> Wayne Rooney that time, <laughs> and then, and then when I in, got to interview them. They're wearing the Philippine, uh, Philippine flag on on their chest. Like, it's the other way around. Huh? <laughs> but uh, that was a really great time. I yeah. think back then the Sea Games, uh, we're having we're having the Sea Games this year yep. in, in in November. But Bacolod really had the prime events in yep. the Sea Games. Like they had football, they had boxing, yep, and volleyball, volleyball, mm. beach and, and indoor volleyball. Yep. But if like can you imagine that they have them having volleyball now? But uh, of course, uh, you know that was a long time ago. Yeah. It was a great, great time. It was really yeah, exactly. Great time. That's that's what I mean. That whole experience, like that's the moment we're like, yeah, because it was sort of like if we play for the Philippines, you can't play for England anymore. But right now, after this tournament, we're just Philippines. Like we're 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 committed to the play for the Philippines national team. Um, yeah, it was great. It was really like. I'd, one of my best tournaments. The, the, the president watched one of your games. Yes, I remember. I remember she came. Arroyo, Arroyo. Yeah, yeah, Arroyo yeah she time. came. Yeah. And, and yeah, she good. came and watched uh, Peter Haugen get sent off. Yeah. <laughs> what were the What were the results of that tournament again? I you know we we read review and people were saying like we oh, I was disappointing. We were embarrassed. I was like really like we were shocked because no we we just lost the first game to Thailand and we were actually yeah, we were I'm, better I'm than Thailand. Very well, yeah. yeah like, one nil. One nil. We lost one nil. We were probably the pre-tournament favorites, I would imagine. They were. Yeah. They, they were winning like four straight Southeast Asian Games yeah. gold medals. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Up until we, that time. we were. We, I'll be honest. We had more chances then. I remember Ali Borromeo's header and the goalie pulled off the world world-class saves. Yeah. And uh, and okay, so we lost one nil. But the second game we won four two versus Cambodia. Cambodia. I think my brother scored yeah. in that game. Yeah. Did you score as well? Was scored, it a long-range yeah. shot? Was yeah, it? Right, yeah. Right. Scored that. Chad game. Is, Chad scored that one. 
No. No. Mm. Ali scored. Ali scored. Phil scored. Phil, my brother, Phil, Phil Greatridge yeah. scored. Yeah. And then, so we won 4-2 that one. And then it came to the Malaysia, our last yeah. game, we had yeah. to beat Malaysia to qualify. Mm. And we went we went 2-1 up. Mm. Phil got two goals. But down to 10 men. And then they, uh, we got, we went, and we were 10 men, we only had 10 men because Peter Hogan got sent off. Mm. And then and then we got tired, like, because we were one man down. And then we lost 4-2, which I think was all right. Yeah. But I thought the results weren't that bad and our yeah. performance weren't that bad. But people were like, oh, it was really bad, disappointing. And we're like, <laughs> really? Like, we didn't get massacred. And we came, we were leading and we were on our way to qualify. We just didn't hold out because yeah. we were one man down. So that's what I mean. It's, it's how people look at things. I think that's what I mean. Some people are still learning that, no, that was a good performance and it was an improvement. That's progress. <laughs> yeah. And that, that I think was like, to me, like looking at it from my, my perspective, I think, you know, could they keep this team together? No, that's because if they to. keep this team together, they they might be onto something special right. here. And I think we did that. Coach Harris did that. He said he wanted to keep the car and then add Chris into that for the 2006 uh, Tiger Cup. Mm -hmm. Then and then you had Anton Gonzalez came in. You had like and that's it. And we we qualified for that one. A Anton the Rosario well. and Anton, yeah, yeah, Anton as well, yeah. But I thought Anton looked. Well, he still does look younger than he actually is. <laughs> That's why I was probably the C game. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't there, was he, for that one? Not but the C came. game. That's why when I heard his age, I was in shock. I was like, You're, you look younger. <laughs> yeah, the following year, now, that's when uh, you know, Chris came yeah. in. And, and uh, you know, actually, he started a year before you guys yeah. with, uh, with the Tiger Cup. Yeah, exactly. In 2006, he came back to Bacolod. Yeah, that's it. And then, yeah, we, we qualified, and that was great. And then we played the real tournament. Yeah, I, I, think, I think with that group, you know, just going back to what Sadelf was saying. Mm -hmm. You know, I look back to that team that we had in 2006. I mean, I could pretty much name the squad, I reckon, yeah. from that, that tournament. So you had Casas in goal, who, who, who had a really, really good yep. um, in, international career. Um, Anton at right back. Yep. Uh, and then my brother played left back. Phil played left back. Yep. Um, I think Matt Hartman played the first game. Then, first then game, he, yeah. he got it dropped. It was his first tournament. He was, he was, only young. First, he was, he was young 16 at the yeah, time. Yeah, his first tournament. Uh, and, experience. And, and, then, and then Ali and... Um, Mark Villion. Japet Sablon. Japet, Japet, Japet played or Mark, or Mark, 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 I played with him in 2004. Very, yeah. very good player. I really yeah. like Mark. You know, and then all of a sudden, you look at that back line and that, that team stayed together for... for for quite a long time exactly, and played yeah. some really really big Alvin Ocampo was on the bench uh, yep. for, for that back line yep. as well yeah so you had him and in midfield it was you said Antop um, myself Jeffrey Lehman and yep. we played multiple national team games yeah. together yep. at, at that time um, then yourself um Chief your brother Chief and then Chiefy on the left and yeah. if you actually look, Ariel Cerudo as well you would yeah. have had Ariel Cerudo Ian Araneta would have been in that same crop of players yep. um you know, you, you look at that group, and that, and actually, although that was back in 2006, ultimately a lot of those players would, would go on and, and be in the squad for the Miracle in Hanoi in, yeah. in 2010. So I think, like you said, when you actually look back at the sort of the journey of, of, of Philippine football, that kind of 2005-2006 period under coach Aris really was a watershed yeah. moment yeah. In, in Philippine football. Yeah, exactly. were, were you aware at the time that something big was happening or did you think, oh, this is not a bad team. Let, let's um, see if we can keep this group together. No, I got a feeling for, because we'd have regular conversation, like, because we're new to the team, coach Aris would sit me and my brother down and explain the plan. And because it was great, great communication between like helping us settle mm. in and the, the head coach. And he was explaining like, we're building towards- This is the plan. This, this generation of players, this is the plan, exactly. Mm. And so that what we, did he say to you? No, just uh, he's like he would always show us the the bit the team he's looking to build. Yeah, and like see yourself coming in and me and Phil where our parts are and what we what he would like us to do like when we get the ball what we're looking to do, and like this player will, this is their strengths this is what will mm. work and you could and then obviously like we had the tournaments but then what also helped was when we'd have little get-togethers in Manila with like so Ali and Anton and. Ali would be the one because Ali's been around a long time he's no Philippine football and he'd explain the tournaments and how big these tournaments are if we did well in this tournament and I'll never forget I think we are in How's That uh, <laughs> sports bar with, with Ali uh, and Ali was the one saying just imagine we just get to the semi-finals of Suzuki Cup that'd be massive and mm. he was right mm. that's what ha it had to take because we were still learning what the tournaments were because it's different to Europe and the rules like I remember one tournament it was the under 21 and I was 20 years old so I thought I was going to get in but apparently they said I'm too old I'm 20 years old 
but it's an under twenty one tournament. I think in Brunei. It's the Bolkia Cup. Mm. I think yeah, and Phil was in. Phil was the captain with Coach Bob Salvation and <laughs> went with Matty Hartman. But I'm twenty years old, but I can't play it because I'm too old for an under twenty one tournament. They might might have had a cut cut off. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it doesn't make sense. Under twenty yeah. ones, but you're twenty. You can't play it. Uh, so I was still getting my head around that. I'm still learning that the, the the each tournament and that. And that's why it's it's. I think still think that's not around actually. Where it's what's needed here and in where there's a online you can find a calendar and the the structure and everything of how things work and what the age groups are i'm still i still don't know i'm still (laughs) learning but it would be nice to have that around i i think the sort of the the nuances Mm. of um philippine football like you said are quite hard to navigate at Mm. at times but i also feel like with that group one of the hardest aspects of uh, so certainly our generation was I always went to a tournament and think ah oh, if only he was there yep you know it was that was every, always it that was every, all, same tournament, way it every tournament you go to be like ah oh, he's missing yeah you know like for example I think Neil came onto the scene Neil Etheridge came onto the scene and ah he's the goalkeeper you know big physical imposing yeah. you know great he's here now mm. um and that was for the one in, um, it was actually my, my first trip to Ilo Ilo. That would have been the- 2008. Qualifiers, yeah, right? Coach Norman. For the, coach Norman, for, yeah. For Rodrigo, yeah. And, you know, and Still the, the only unbeaten coach yep. in Ascal's history. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, look, I look back to that tournament and I think, wow, what a great crop of players. But again, just certain things didn't quite go away. Yep. Obviously we went out on goal difference or goal score. Yeah, yeah. We, hadn't goal, scored, goal we hadn't scored enough goals in the final game. Um, and as well, we didn't concede a goal the whole tournament. We we didn't concede. Um, yeah. yeah, the thing that kind of, I think the hard thing with that tournament was the first game Brunei at Brunei where it flooded, and we were like we have to play the game. Well, but I remember I remember I, I basically scored two goals. Yeah. I, I, I remember go, I'd flown in the day before. I came in in pretty good shape, yeah. and I just got off the plane and played the next day. And I remember within sort of the first five minutes of the game, I remember I was one on one with the goalkeeper. The pass came to me. I was right in front of the goal. I pass the ball past the goalkeeper and I run away to celebrate and the yeah. ball gets stuck in the yeah. puddle and that, that's it that's it that's what we, a game where we needed lots of goals the conditions were yeah, we it, 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 it was just a, it was just a battle I think Phil missed the penalty as well and it was like a it, the, the penalty puddle, spot was yeah. like in, in, in basically in the it puddle was, I remember like, that and like then Chiefy scored in that one but he had to really push the no, ball that was my shot again yeah. Yeah. that was my shot again I shot again after I missed the one that landed in the puddle so a game where we needed well a tournament that we lost out on goal difference we were kind of handicapped because the first game, mm. the, the but, field wasn't suitable to score loads of goals yeah. in. So. But that, that was a that was a pretty good team actually. Very you, good team. You, you, well, you. the one that sticks out for me in that tournament as well is our second game against Tajikistan. Yeah, which I think to this day is one of the we best went, performances. Exactly, we, we, we went in. down one man. We had ten men. Jason Cordova yeah. sent off in the thirtieth minute. Yeah, I think. was it nil nil? Was it? Yeah, nil nil. Like they were a good team. They were a good to big Very guys. Very good team. And then Anton's incident in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah, that, that time they were the runners up in the in the AFC Challenge Cup yeah, going it. in yeah, to that it. tournament, so that that was a good, uh, pretty good performance. Yeah. Well, you, to tell the listeners what happened in that game, because I can remember that game Tajikistan. vividly. Yeah, I roughly remember. I think we had nice good bits of good play where we need to score. That's yeah, we were a bit unlucky in dur- during the game, but yeah. it got a little bit heated, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Like little fights, little like obviously because they were our, they were the ones top of the table. The yeah. The favourites as well in the group, yeah. And then we were obviously competing against them. But I mean, yeah, it got a bit feisty in the game. Mm. That's where we had one player sent up. I think one one of our players may have headbutted. Yeah, or, Jason, yeah. Jason, Jason. I think he punched yeah. him. Maybe punched him. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so we were one man down, but then obviously that carried on to like the the little fierce like fighting carried on all the way to the change room and the stuff. hotel, and then even in to the, the hotel, hotel where. We, I wasn't there, but we went for a walk and I came back and you see all this commotion. Were you I, there? Yeah, I was in the hotel. Go on, you explain yeah. it. So now. We weren't <laughs> no, no, there. I, I, was, I was seeing Anton going to the elevator. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, all the Tajikistan players, like yeah. I thought they were going to beat him up. <laughs> he was like, oh, like Ali was there with him. But, yeah. uh, they were outnumbered. Yeah, were, sure. You guys were outnumbered yeah. then. And and uh, at least the security came in. And then, <laughs> but Anton can't fight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was fight, a, can he? He's got our back. I mean, yeah, he is. You know, <laughs> and he was good like that. Yeah. He? he was always good in a yeah. in a tough jam up. But but that was you know that was the first time I think that the best available play the best players were available mm-hmm. for the national team. But like I, 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 the same thing again. We, we were probably lacking a centre back. You know, like Ali was 
probably in his prime at this point. So you're thinking if you can get someone alongside mm. him, we've got the makings of a yeah. really good lineup yeah. here. Then all of a sudden, Rob Gear appears out of nowhere in our next trip. And we're <laughs> Where like, have you been? <laughs> we're, this is amazing. Like we're we're almost we're almost there. Yeah. But of course, who wasn't there for that one? My brother. Phil, Phil wasn't there, yeah. right? So Neil was there. We found another centre back to partner Ali. Um, the Maldives one this one in the Maldives, the Maldives yeah so trip, a, again yeah. it's like we, we're almost there but yeah. now we're missing yeah. you know, obviously a very important piece of, of yeah. the jigsaw and and especially when it comes to tournaments you knew you need squad depth yeah. Yeah. so you may have one good game but you can't do that consider when you're struggling and, and, and especially when uh, you know you get suspended you yeah. get a couple of yellow cards and then someone yeah. gets sent off yeah. and then all of a sudden you're, you're in a bind the, the yeah. coach is like how do we compensate for this one for yeah. this area and then Mm. And everything has to come together. Yeah, but I, I, I really want to. I'm sort of leading somewhere with this because <laughs> I, I want to talk about probably the most underrated or underappreciated goal in Philippine football history. Mm -hmm. Because I get a lot of credit. Yes. I get a lot of credit for my goals, right? A lot, probably <laughs> too much, don't I? Really? <laughs> no, not really too much. I deserve yeah. it, yeah. right? <laughs> but there's a goal that I think is even more significant than than certainly the ones that we scored in in Hanoi not many people know the story so maybe yeah. you should tell it because I think in the build up to that Suzuki Cup we had to qualify just, to, just to paint the picture for yeah. a lot of yeah. it, it's not something that we to get to Hanoi to get to, to, get to, to, to Hanoi to, 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 to Vietnam <laughs> yeah. to, to qualify for the, the tournament proper we had to go through the qualifiers yeah. um, which I wasn't a part of yeah. which is a bit of a sore subject <laughs> maybe we'll come on to that another time um, <laughs> But you were there. Yeah, I was and, there. And um, the, the qualification for the tournament proper hinged on, on a really important game yeah. in, in which cometh the hour, cometh the man. So do you want to describe um, the game that I actually go. About? Actually, when we were talking about national team, I wrote the whole, I'm going through it, the, the time map. Yeah. But actually before that, I'll tell you what happened when we joined up for that tournament okay. and how that story came out. Because actually there was a bit of a... You, so, you, uh, I'm sorry but they were out of the national team yep. for a couple of years, I think, yeah. I remember. Well, that was a time I'm when... I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk about that. I thought it was a bit of a touchy subject. <laughs> no, go no, on, actually, I'll on. tell you what happened. Right? Um, I'll tell you, because uh, this is how it came about, us rejoining the national team. Because we took time off the national team mm. because, like, obviously, things didn't work out at Chelsea. And then Phil tried, uh, had a go at showbiz and a bit of showbiz life here, uh, showbiz work here, and me modelling here. Um, but then, obviously, I said we missed football and we started our football academy. For we did a six-month program in Alabang and it went really well. It's just when we were trying to get things going, it's kind of hard, like Phil said it, like we want to get back involved in the national team because th I think that's where we can really influence Philippine football. So we messaged to join back the team and at the time the coach- Why are we out the team? Uh, no, we just, we weren't, we hadn't been, we weren't playing football really. Yeah, okay. So I messaged, um, so we messaged, uh, I can't remember who, I think, who was the one to tell? I think maybe I've spoken to Ali or Anton. Someone told me that the national team's having um, tryouts again. Right. So I was like, yeah, fair, fair dues, because I, I haven't played, I basically show what I've got. So I came to training at Nomad, and the coach at the time was Des Bolfin. Mm -hmm. And- Everyone's friend, Des. Yeah, I respect it, it's just, I think he didn't know much about me as a player. Yeah. Didn't know much. Uh, he's still learning about Philippine football mm -hmm. history. I think Chad actually was the one to uh, say that there's trials. Come along. So I went along and he. the first thing is, he came straight up to me, the coach, Des, and um, he said, James, can I have a word, please? I went, oh, yeah, sure. Felt, Am I in trouble? Like, have I done something? Am I late? But I'm coming with everyone else. Um, he says, uh, so yeah, sorry, James. I can't have you train today. I went, why? And he's like, oh, well, I've said... I can't have models playing. I, I need football players. I went, oh, okay. So I, I just was like, I kind of didn't understand because I was like, well, at least give me a chance to play to show you what I can do. But I think he kind of, he just maybe didn't know much about my football career, but he just thought I was just a model. So he, that's how it started. So at the end, I end up being a ball boy in training. I was fetching the balls. Anton was looking at me going, what the hell, bro? Because <laughs> he was like, he was confused as well. And I was just like, yeah, I've been told I can't. And then, so that happened. And Ace, that was Ace's first um, first work with the national team. So Ace, Ace, Bright. Ace, Ace Bright, Bright, Ace Bright. And Ace, I remember Ace messaging me, hi James, I'm Ace, uh, team, uh, work with the team. Just let you know, um, uh, it's great to work and I uh, hope you can rejoin the national team. And I thought that was really nice of Ace because it made me feel a bit better because I was a bit disappointed I couldn't train. So a couple of months went by. And then we get a message from, I think from Anton and Ali that they're having dinner with Dan, Dan Palami. And so we, me and my brother joined Dan 
and Ace uh, for dinner in Shangri-La and Des was there, Des Ballpin. And to be fair to Des, he actually apologized to myself and and he just said, sorry, James, I, I didn't know what, what your background was. I didn't know the situation, I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, but yeah, we and the plan was to get us all back involved in the national team and start preparing for the upcoming Suzuki, uh, Long Ten Cup mm-hmm. and Suzuki Cup. So that we were great to be back involved. Um, but then Des wasn't the coach anymore, and so they felt. I think and then Simon McMinnie we was brought on board, uh, brought on board, and then we started preparing for the tournament. And remember, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we train at International School Manila mm. on Artifact, and it was really great, great preparation. And it, to be honest, it was great because I remember training, and we'd go home and eat, and with our, our mum prepared food for me and my brother, and started to feel like a footballer again. Uh, there's, there's, there's some good feelings coming along. And so, uh, so move on to Laos. Laos, and then so then we went played in Long Ten Cup, and then did okay, good preparation, and then the next one was uh, Suzuki Cup, and our um, uh, what was the first game? Um, Timor. Timor Leste. What was the was five nil? Uh, oh, five nil, five Hattrick nil. Yeah, uh, Araneta. Yes. Were you even there? Yes, I was. Are you sure? <laughs> Sorry, right? there's been a lot yeah. of games. Um, so we played that games. one. So that was that was a great start. That was a great start. Mm. And even then, with a even with the hotel in, you know, yeah. really alive at 3 a.m. Huh? Yeah. At the Don Chan Palace. Yeah, uh, exactly. The third floor was really a, yeah, a party well. place and yeah, we were living well. in the fifth or sixth floor and like... like you could hear the music yeah. from, your, uh, from your room. Uh, but then, so that was our first game. Then Lao came up and they were the, that was the hosts, weren't they? Now that you played Cambodia, no. Yeah, you had to play Lao. Lao, Lao and Lao were good. Lao were very strong and we were a bit caught because we were high in confidence. We won 5 0 team and that was a great start in the tournament. And then we played Lao and we went 2 0 down <laughs> in the first half. And their second goal was a worldy goal. A guy called yeah. it half volley. Yeah. Neil's a big guy and Neil was like stretching for it. Mm. And I was like, oh, 2 0 down. And it was quite a little bit intimidating because it was, it, was it was going to be a rough game because they were quite physical, leaving in foot. So you mm. it's hard to get back into the game and that. And then I remember, like, and then second half, Coach Simon spoke to us, and then we went out, and we actually started to play it, do the right things. And I remember um, we got a penalty. Penalty. Ian got I, Ian got fouled. That so soft penalty. In soft my, penalty, in my, my opinion. But, but yeah. the ref gave it. That's yeah. football. So Phil took it. Two one. We're back in it. Seven, like seventy fourth minute. Seventy fourth minute, and then um, came to like. And then, so we're two one down, and we needed to win this game, like or not win this game. We needed to get something from this game. And um, I remember Neil getting a goal kick, half line near the half line, and we're like, put everyone in the box. It's not near the end of the game. And then I remember Neil just hit, like clipping it in. And I remember it just, I still, I know the ball went in the net, but I actually don't remember it, like the feeling of it hitting my head. I just remember <laughs> just jumping up and like, and it, it just went in. And the goalie came out a bit, but. Nah, it's, he couldn't have got it, but like, um, it was nice to get that goal. That feel. How late was it? Ninety fourth, ninety fourth minute. So that's that was like, that's one point we gained from that, and uh, then we knew that there, that was. Then it came to our last game. Was it? Yeah, our yeah, last Cambodia, the Cambodia, yeah. and we were so nervous in that game. But that, that that game, yeah, it was in the goalless, but they were probably down to the bare bones because yeah. the players were injured. Yep. Yeah. Manu uh, Jason was yep. was out because yep. of a suspension. Manu, Manu Ott was like really young. Yeah, mm. it was eight, probably eighteen then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that so getting that one point like, helped us qualify. And without that goal, without yeah, that goal, no, we no, might, we none might, of this would have happened. No, exactly. We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have been. We, here. Went, we wouldn't. Have, we wouldn't. Have, we wouldn't have gone to Hanoi. So you're right. Yeah, very thankful, mate, that you bring that goal up. But yeah, I was just when it comes up, people say, "Oh, like, uh, how's it feel to score?" I, I love scoring, but I I really do like just winning. I want to win, and like when it like I want the teams to do well because I know as a group it's better to share glory with as a group, and that feeling of scoring that guy and everyone running towards you and mm. just you live in that moment. And it reminds me of Hanoi, like when you scored your goal, mate, and then just that feeling of coming hugging each other. I know it's a lot of touching, but it's it's just you feel part of something. And it really feels good. But so. but that's true, Chris. Uh, probably the most underrated goal in the history of, of the Ascals was that goal because you know I remember no, no Twitter wasn't popular then mm. um, uh, what I because it wasn't shown live yeah. that, that was the qualifiers yeah. 
uh, what I, I was reporting from there and at halftime I would go down to the media center where there's Wi-Fi and then type all the chances all the updates yeah. and then and send it to someone who's running the uh, the Filipino football blog spot mm, website yeah. and then he's, he's like he's gonna put it there and then go back and watch the second half and then go down again <laughs> and but really the at two nil I thought it was like oh this is the same story I've I've seen this I've seen this before like we're gonna we're gonna lose to Lao and then you know it's gonna be another sad yeah. uh, a flight home but you know that goal was so 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 significant mm. yeah thanks so much for bringing it but I I'm not trying to balance out but I think your goal pal against Singapore's underrated as well like remember that first game because you passed it to me yes I like to say that. that's okay. why I said I like to assist players as well because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember that game and it was like Singapore like they're, they're a big deal they're a big deal when it comes to football in Southeast Asia strong strong, they strong they've got players most of their, they got lots of their players over 100 caps and and um, same team won it two years yeah, later exactly people that, forget that yeah exactly there were no mugs exactly and so when we played the first opening game I think it's hard because it's we're very Americanized here with sports here so people not aware of a, a tie like equalizing and that one point how valuable that one point is or that one goal like to equalize and especially in the dying minutes of a game that drama it's like a buzzer shot yeah but, me it was hard to justify to yeah. my my editors you said boss that was a, a an equalizer right at the death yeah it's a big deal it's one point <laughs> against singapore <laughs> oh, no, so, yes. oh yeah you just write it tomorrow we'll, we'll, we'll wait for it tomorrow don't worry don't worry, paper is closed. Don't don't rush. Don't 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 stress yourself out. But yeah, I remember that. Like I find it funny. We with those with your goal. Well, actually, a bit different Vietnam because there was a full stay there. Mm. But that Singapore game made me laugh because I remember because we were that um, Vietnam were the host, but they were playing after us. Mm. But so Singapore and Philippines ourselves are are like guests so we don't have got that many spectators for our game so when we score we run to the crowd but there's no one there <laughs> and we're like jumping but up I remember above. they because at that, at that time the games were back to back in the same stadium yeah. yep. so Vietnam were playing I think it was in Myanmar after us yes. yeah. so that's 7-1 so they awesome. yeah, wow, yeah they were good so yeah they, we, we, but we, they were starting to trickle in so there was probably a good few thousand in, this, in but not obviously cheering yeah, for us yeah because they were coming and then we watched the game after because we just showered and changed and yeah. we were, and, like you just see that you hear the atmosphere you're like, oh my god this is what we're going to get when we played Vietnam mm. and then you just I remember just 7-1 and we're like oh my gosh we're and I remember I always say this this is the part I remember of Vietnam the trip I remember the commentators the pundits and the commentators I think on Fox Sports back then they were saying our game is against Vietnam will be a cricket score and I'll never forget that because I was like yeah now look what happened <laughs> but that uh, that goal against uh, Singapore because I remember it was all over you guys. Like, yeah. Oh my God, Neil's been saving his, using his face, <laughs> using every part of his body, and they had Alex, Alex Alexander Durek. Yeah. He was he he was old, but he was effective. still oh, he, was, he was top top level man. Uh, Daniel Bennett was still yep. in his prime. Uh, the the midfielder, Mustafa Farudin was yeah. still. Yeah. Bayaki would have been there. Yeah, Bayaki right? was there. Oh, Player. that that was like a the their golden generation. Like probably the the late years yeah, of their golden generation. I remember those games well because I remember when it comes against those teams as a right wing, right midfielder or left wing midfielder, you're not going to get crosses in. You're not going to attack. Well. You are literally just running back and tracking the fullback <laughs> to stop them. And you're yeah. basically a defender that game. Yeah. I, well, I I can remember that that sort of tournament quite vividly. What yeah. were your What are your sort of fondest memories of that 2010 campaign? Yeah. Sorry, I've got this kind of tangled. Um, Vietnam, of course. Yeah. Vietnam. And I think we talked about Rick earlier when he was there. I think just the scenes in the change room after, like Phil had food poisoning Mm. the night before was up and he was a concern. He may not be able to play. And then I remember just Phil throwing up in the change room. We're all, we're all like taking deep breaths because we're recovering, but it's, I think we're all in shock. (laughs) We just did what we did. And I remember the guys, that's why you had the guys on the bench who had not played, but they were so happy as well. There was no one angry, not happy to be, uh, there was no one not happy to be involved. That's how good that group was. And you had players throwing, the subs, the guys on the bench throwing ice on the floor and doing Klinsman slides on their chest on the ground. And then I'll never forget that the Vietnamese um, security like were kicking us out saying, you gotta go, you gotta get out. They were, they, they, they did, they turned off the water for the showers. They were like about to turn off the electricity. They wanted us out of the stadium as quick as possible because we just beat it. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the look on your faces, yeah, that was priceless. Like 
the look of happiness but disbelief yeah exactly at the same time it's like well these guys don't know what there's just it hasn't sunk in yet no, exactly it hasn't sunk in yet and that whole time actually i haven't told this one as well so we qualified from the group didn't we and then our next games were against indonesia but we are so tired from the traveling because and we we're also processing what was going on and like um you get to meet the president yeah we went to meet the president and then uh that was great as well like just like like oh wow this is really big now <laughs> with me and the president but when we were about to fly to indonesia i remember we stayed one night or two nights in manila and i stayed we i went back to where our mom and sister were and i got in the shower i think i was so tired my my back went out and i couldn't move and i was like i was like mom i can't move and i was literally could not stand up straight i, was, I couldn't bend down i was like my back was stuck and I was like stuck in the shower trying to turn it off. And I was walking, like tip, I was trying to walk little steps to the, to, I was like, mom, I can't move. So she had to get me a massage. They had to carry me and place me on the ground and slowly massage my back back to normal. And it, it was all right after that. But I remember, I think I was just, it was a lot of traveling and a lot of things to take all in at once. But mm. I think, yeah, my body just felt it. Then. Yeah. And I'm still young then. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that time, I actually didn't come back. I don't mm. know if you remember this. I didn't come back to the Philippines after, after that group stage. So before we went to Indonesia for the semis, I actually went back to the UK. Yeah, I remember. I actually that, went yeah. back to the UK and you guys all all came back to Manila. Manila. Yeah. Um, can you remember what it was like when you came back? Um, what was it? So you had Indonesia and then I'm trying to remember what was after that oh we had World Cup uh, we no had before I mean before, in between those two games oh you went back to England oh I wow went, yeah, I went back to UK bef- okay. and then flew out and met you guys in Indonesia in Indonesia yeah it was, I, I, it was all a rush mate it was all a rush obviously bit, you had to do we had lots of media because uh, it's they, a big they, game they, coming they up they got in I think they, they went straight to a press conference yeah that was it we went straight to a press conference and it was it, mate, it was a lot <laughs> it, was, it was wild wasn't it it was wild because we weren't used to it and Obviously, it's, the team was very in demand. It was the yeah. talking, the, the hit of the town at the moment. Yeah. Like, we were so the hottest things on the planet at hottest the time. Thing, uh, in the planet, yeah. yeah, you're right, man. It's, so it was a lot. I can't remember exactly, but exactly because there was a lot to take in. I but remember like there was... We were, try, we were trying to remain focused. To us, we were trying to remain focused on the football. Yeah, but I think was, Twitter was quite big at that time. I think that's when it yeah. started to yeah. come in. I know what happened, actually. I remember one time, oh, we, we, trained, we had a training session at UMAC. Yeah. And that's when UMAC was, we had, like UMAC was, everyone was coming to yeah. U- University of Makati football field. And I remember like, we were all like, wow. Like, I remember Phil and Simon really having a little disagreement <laughs> over something. Because um, obviously Phil, you've got a big crowd. You want to show, like not show off, but you want to impress the crowd a bit. And so, um, so Phil and I think some other players, they just started shooting the ball at the goal without warming up. And like, imagine like you get injured. Like, and Simon and me, he's like, hey, Phil, stop that. Uh, warm up first and, and feel it feels and so just take the uh, just take the bollock in <laughs> like it was right because I mean it's hard because you've got a crowd there and you want to like really make the most of the moment because you don't know how long it's going to last <laughs> yeah. yeah that was a uh, good time okay, we had all like yeah we're going to Indonesia facing the <laughs> playing at the Boncarno with 90,000 people oh there that mo- that game I it was just something something else like just remember t- trying to talk to each other on the field literally you could be half a meter apart you couldn't hear it. you had to go over and shout in their ear it was that loud and i'm like just incredible moment <laughs> that's why i really hope like we get there again and younger kids can experience that mm-hmm. because that's something like as a footballer you re- you have to experience that i, I think jumping off from that one i, I it's really it's really curious i'm really curious on this one mm-hmm. There was an offer from Indonesia after that, <laughs> um, but then you spurned that offer, you and your brother, yeah. and and opted to stay here and sign for for Meralco. Yeah. Uh, how close were you? Very close. From signing the the, the, the Indonesian club. Yeah. Um, what happened? So we went to we played the games in uh, the semifinals in Indonesia, and then obviously you had some agents, uh, some clubs from Indonesia approach us after the game and approach to us the, the, the management of the ASCALs. And we didn't have an official agent then. So obviously we let uh, them, uh, the management of ASCALs handle that. And they came to us, we, we were like, yeah, it sounds good, just send us the offer sheet. Mm. And they sent it. It was really good, really good. Because there was, at the time, yes, 
football we've gained a lot of popularity as cars wise but in terms of local football there was no set established like um established like was there a professional league no professional yeah. league against yeah, yeah. um ufl was doing great it was great but i don't think in terms of finances yet it was there that wasn't your primary source of no, income no, was it no it wasn't it's we even came to a point where it was uh we me and dan palami was actually asking what mine and my brother's plans were and we were like we want we love playing with the national team it's just we may have to not be we can't commit full time yet because we have we're the breadwinners <laughs> of the family and uh we ha we want to focus on our football academy so dan obviously dan really helped us out a lot he wanted to keep us in the national team and we're very thankful for that um but can the indonesia deal like they even the the club uh, representation flew in to Manila to talk to us and or negotiate, and it was all set. The problem was there was two leagues and they were competing with each other in Indonesia, so it was quite political. And apparently, the other league had sent messages to the Azcal's management and PFF: if your players join this league, they could possibly be banned from the national team. And it sounded like okay, let's find where it's a great opportunity on paper. But it sounds like something that could be quite could turn out quite messy. So obviously it, we kind of like were a bit, and then and then we got a phone. We actually spoke to some people who worked for Smart, uh, who did work for Smart Communications here, and they were telling us that MVP um, Manny Panina is uh, thinking of wants to set up a football team as well. Would you guys be interested? And we're like, yeah, very interested. Playing, live in the Philippines and play football. And obviously that team turned out to be Moralco. And then I, um, I met with um, Lorenzo Rojas, uh, Randy Rojas, went to his office and he, he, they presented their plan and that's when we were at, we decided to stay here in the Philippines and pursue football here. How different it could have been. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. It was, it was yeah. great, it was great. It's, there was lots of opportunities there. And I remember it's just, it was a lot to take in at the time. It's just, it sounded great. Like, like it was a bit, the Indonesia thing was very tempting, it's just, being uh, our family was here and like we really wanted to be a part of something that could really have a lot of potential to grow do you regret it do you or never or, or, i have no, no regrets about anything nothing i like no like oh, if i'd gone here maybe football i'd be playing football today or something but no i, I like i don't regret a single decision we ever made no. when it in those in the past 10 years when it well past 12 years when it came to football because i because i always feel Especially the t the two of you, because your profile was so high, and and this is probably you're probably at your peak at this point. Mm. You must be twenty five, twenty six. At like this that. time, yeah, two thousand ten. Oh, Come on, you're supposed to be good at maths. Five, you're supposed to be good at maths, and then he can't even work at the age at this <laughs> 25, point. Twenty five, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you, uh, this, is there not not even a hint of you? Let's not say regret. Maybe that's the mm. the wrong way wrong way to phrase it. Mm. Is there? Do you wonder whether you could cut it at? you know like a top southeast asian or even you know even an asian club you know like the, would is there not an element of you that wanted to really test yourself at the highest level because with all due respect the, the ufl at that time wasn't the wasn't the best standard mm -hmm. did do you not wish that on some level that you and your brother were, were able to sort of compete at the sort of club level no. at a high standard um, i for me it wasn't it was always the decision it it was back then especially when our mum was around it was a family decision mm. we were even like if we get this deal we could put the money together and buy yeah. a house for the whole family yeah. and live all together if we'd gone to these other countries as i said it's we're not sure of the politics there we're not sure yeah. what could happen with there like and the, like here as always we we're maybe a bit less money but we have a longer term contract yeah. While there, it's okay, more money, but for a shorter time, and you don't know what's going to happen. There. Get injured. You've, they get a coach who doesn't like you. But here in the Philippines, like we always knew, like, like uh, we know the people here. We've already we've been here a long time. We know who we know. We know everyone who works here. And, like, the, like I'm not being out. It's true, but the people are the greatest here. Like, yeah. it's, they may. It's not. There's some things that are not right here mm. in the Philippines. But the one thing that's right is the people how supportive and the family culture area. Like, You'll always be you'll always be looked after by your family. Yeah. So yeah, no regrets, mate. Um, okay. Just I wonder what if, but I don't. Reg I, I should have taken this deal. I, I could have been different if I. But it's like it happened. Um, <laughs> um, but it is what it is, and yeah, no regrets. It's 
Of course, you always wonder. Yeah, wonder. Maybe that's the word I was. Yeah, you wonder, wonder, but there's no regrets. Oh, I should have done this. So it's like, yeah. But I'm very thankful for the journey, and I'm like, recently after the Asian Cup, it's like, well, that that chapter's over now. It's time for a new chapter. It's time for us to come up with a new plan for the next ten years. Yeah, we've had that ten. Yeah, I we talk about movie buff, but I was like, refer to it like in my mind myself just for. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> is had its ten year thing now, and now it's they've finished that one, and now it's time for their new team. Yeah. And I see the same for Philippine football. It's, it's, it's like people have different goals, but it's like what is the goal that really will help us in the next ten years? It's mm. I was saying that's the worrying thing. It's it's always like we'll see what happens this year. But no, no, we have to think. We have to come up with a plan that will, in ten years, we're okay. Yeah. In ten years, it's, we have a ten year plan. So it's like. If this doesn't work, we're okay. We've got next year. But if, if this doesn't, oh, it hasn't worked out, we've got nothing now next year. Yeah. I really like, that's why I want to come up with plans that are sustainable and long-term. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But yeah, it's, uh, but I am 32 now and like you're one of my idols. So <laughs> looking that's correct. At, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, you and me, we had a good conversation at the wedding. It's just, would like really like, I still can play. But it's like one way I know it's not about me now. It's not about my development. My my long-term plan is maybe to get involved in coaching. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I want, like, you only can play to a certain age, but obviously you want to play as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. So James, young husband, the coach, that's <laughs> the way forward, is it now? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's something like... Because you've had offers to play. You've had to, I've had offers, yeah, to, play. offers I, to play. Yeah, it's play. It's just it, they're not the same in terms of what we're used to. But if if I really wanted to stay playing, I could. It's one of them was an offer, but it's. I be honest, my brother's just got married, and it, yeah. it's just me and my little sister here in the Philippines. Mm. If I took that offer, it just my little sister would literally be. It's her final year of school, and she's literally on her own. Here. I'm like, that's no way to go. So, I still see opportunity for here in football for everyone. It's just coming up with the right plan. I think people underappreciate that that aspect to your. Your you and your brother, yeah. the fact that. You, you essentially have have had to raise your your younger mm. sister yeah. you know um we were talking a little bit off mic earlier on mm. you know obviously y- your mother passing away as well at yeah. a relatively young age I mean, how, how old were you when your mum passed uh to, to 2000 and wait our dad was 2002 our yeah. mum was 2011 yeah like when ascal's really got big it's, yeah so that was eight years ago so actually yeah 24 yeah 24 and, and since then you've, you've essentially you and your brother have had to raise yep your sister that's true, yeah. and I, I think that's a huge responsibility and something that, that you, you probably don't get enough credit for because Cheers, I mate. think <laughs> you know you use the term orphans you and your brother mm-hmm. and, and that's, that evokes certain images and you mm-hmm. think you know like Annie or something like that and, and you think <laughs> I'll sing, but, I'll but sing true. a bit <laughs> but it is true yeah. you know you, you've had to raise and, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying that that was part of the decision making process yeah. because you've been quite clear that you said you wanted to you wanted to stay here for, for multiple reasons yeah, exactly. but the fact that you you, you have done it mm. and you stood by Kerry yeah. and, and you've been there to, to raise her and, and she's you know she's obviously turned into a young woman now yeah, she, and, yeah. and I think you should be commended for that yeah, because cheers, that's um, it's a very honourable and noble thing that, that you and your brother have done and I think that's something that, that should never be o- overlooked because yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of the things that I think as you said earlier, it makes you who you are. Yeah, And, exactly. um, you know, you, you've done a really great job with that. Cheers, mate. Thank okay. you. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, but, I also want to find out a little bit about what the future holds for you. Yeah. Because like you said, Kerry's older. Yep. Right? So she's, I don't know, when uh, she's going to flip, flip, you know, you leave know, a nest. Your advice I'm, to me, I'm, I'm I remember sure. we, were talk, okay. we were talking about this. You're, I asked you, what's your plans like with Nico? And you're like, well, when he's 18, it's like, you're on your own son <laughs> like is that what you know it's, it's like Kerry like like with my sister like I am I know it's like we've all I have empathy for my sister I like put myself when I was her age mm. and of course it's different like we had scholarships like we were literally decision time for football at her age yeah with her so we literally always sit her down and go what's your plan what's your and mm. it's good she has good dreams and she has a plan it's one way it's implementing that plan it's like <laughs> look Kerry, we like with anyone it's it's everyone have a guy it's making those ideas reality and i think she's at that stage yeah. now so yeah it's 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 exciting time excited for her to to learn like how it works so you said new chapter for potentially for her with for whatever her, she's gonna for do everyone, for her for your for brother us, he's for getting he's married, married or or has, has got married sorry yeah. 
you know, we'll maybe talk to him, we'll get him on the show and yeah. talk about what his plans. But, yeah, exactly. So that leaves us with you. Mm-hmm. And you say coaching. What, yep. what, what's the sort of the the short-term, medium-term, long-term plans for James Young's Because I think you, you've, you've hinted at it and I think you've come up with a flat-out admission that you're retiring. But, um, you know... <laughs> what? Uh, that was when you went to the bathroom. All the revelations came up when you went to the bathroom. Um, but, but, yeah, what, what are they? What's the, what's the sort of short-term... Short-term plan is... It's, I think we've been playing non-stop for 10 years yeah. with the national team with before UFL, PP, uh, PFL. And what a lot of people don't realise is in like Europe ensemble there is a season where like regularly there is an off season part but then now and then you have the World Cup and you have the European Championships but with with our schedule four there was no rest the lucky the closest to a rest we got was Christmas which was one week off and think if you're playing non-stop for a whole year and you got one week off that is not enough it just even if you're not it's mentally tiring yeah so we at like People think, oh, they, they finished their season. No, there was no end because when we finished the season, we had ASCALs. Because we're uh, we're a Philippine team where we're actually trying, we're trying to, we have more games than any national team before. I mean, not this year, but before because we're you'd have to do qualifiers to catch yeah. up with the big. And you the wanna, big ones. wanna get those ranking points. Exactly, up. exactly. So imagine ten years where the closest to a holiday is one week off, and that's not even enough to mentally recover and get back to it. And so, like with obviously what happened with Davao this year, like uh, well end of end of last year, and like we had Asian Cup and didn't quite go according to plan. It was just one where maybe just take what we did before before Azcals blew up. Maybe take a maybe most a year or m- maybe less to just really take a step back and do the things that we weren't given a chance to do, mm. like a recovery period. So I've gotten to go to m- movie premieres, <laughs> got to go to events, go go on vacation, like go go to London for a brother's wedding and yeah. catch up with school friends. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. Like yeah. sort of like a hiatus, uh, sabbatical. 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 So that's <laughs> like, it's like 2009 all over. Yeah, again. that's why I see it. Like, that's going back to, okay, going again, a new t- chapter. Yeah. Um, but then coming to, um, I've spoken to Scott. Scott's been great. Uh, um, Scott Cooper. Scott Cooper, yep. he's been great. Uh, spoken to, uh, like in terms of what my plan is, I just like, it's, I want to play football again. It's just finding the right plan into, like, rather than just getting a team now, just quickly yeah. short. But like, if there's a team I want, it's, there has to be a proper plan about it. So um, as well, I like to see what happens with the local football scene. Like, it's good to take a step back and see what works and what doesn't work. Um, but yeah, won't, my break won't be from playing won't be too long. I w- would like to get back playing okay. at a t- maybe towards the end of this year and prepare again for next year just get back into it yeah. but coaching wise I already start well I've been with our football academy now and then just to get back into it mm-hmm. and it's it's a different satisfaction coaching um, obviously uh, as well like there's other I, w- I didn't tell you guys this earlier um, maybe for the next well, I would be coming in as a guest coach for the women's national team for the SEA wow. Games uh, yeah, I'll be working. How, how, how did that come about? That's, um, that's a, actually, I'll be working. That, that, that could be a, something. <laughs> that's that a headline, headline. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. right? For the no, just the, just great. It's, I went to watch the women's national team. They had a friendly against uh, La Salle uh, on Sunday, Saturday. Sorry, mm. uh, but it's it's just one where I don't want to come in and like, oh, this is how you should do it. It's one where, look, it's one where I want to help our country, help any way I can, mm. and actually came about through. I, um, through uh, through uh, Jeff Chang, uh, he's helping out the women's, and he obviously wants uh, the likes of me and Lee Manson to help out mm. and like just give our input as well. Like, but obviously, like the coaching staff, we've, coach, a, we've coached Let, yeah, 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 they'll yeah. they'll be there. But it's one where I think it's important to have like a good group and like so it's one where not coming into oh this is how you should do it. It's one where I, I can help out here. Just uh, I can see things from a player's point of view, like mm-hmm. especially the strikers especially if we're trying to play a certain way as a player that maybe like try it this way just give a little bit a few ideas so i'm really excited about that and yeah really want to help out and hope our women's team do well in the sea games and obviously our men's team as well because i know i I will this is actually i'll say this to you now i want i prepared my speech already for the women's team already when i first come in because i'll give the how we earlier in our conversation we talked about how the sea games that generation of players how we actually missed out we had the first Sea Games 2005, and then we were getting excited for the next Sea mm. Games, where that would have been your last one. Mm. 
and it would have been my last one but we couldn't enter because of uh, uh, finances yeah. or politics and think no, just the team, uh, they just didn't want to field you <laughs> so it. I mean yeah. so I mean it's like so I'll say to these guys guys if you get a C game or any opportunity to play make the most of it because I, I see that as a missed opportunity for football here that could have been we could have got started earlier with uh, with Azcals yeah. but like when you're given opportunity make the most of it because we've missed out on a golden generation and yeah so like I'm excited to help out the C games there and yeah very that's, that's for me that's experience gaining for coaching already like so I'm getting my coaching experiences already big news uh, <laughs> big news actually but the a lot of people don't know and he told us earlier that he could have been playing uh, abroad now yeah we were touching upon that again when you were in the bathroom <laughs> okay Sorry. Yeah, anyways, but yeah I think I think this is bigger news yeah. than his prospective move to this country or that country <laughs> yeah, yeah. next time up yeah actually that'll be back. tomorrow I think my tomorrow morning you, so go you, up you're showing up showing up yeah it's one way I just help out like be a be another another guy helping out like I said I'll be ball boy if it helps if it helps football here I'll be a ball boy <laughs> that's brilliant mate oh, you. congratulations thank on you that. Very and much. I, I really look forward to see how that, that pans out I think Cheers, you've got a lot of information to give thank and you, um, you know I, I think the coach's hat will, will suit you well yeah. because I think like you said you, you've had you've gone a lot of amazing experience yeah. and, and for you to be able to impart that yeah. on young players or you know national team players i think that's 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 really really important so Cheers. you know I, i'm looking forward yeah. to see how that that yeah. that progresses with you and um yeah eagerly anticipate the uh, the unveiling because that, that could be a really really exciting prospect for for women's football here 101 caps was it one or two? One, 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 yeah so <laughs> 101 was in the asian cup right the last game was the yeah, 101 so 100 was against vietnam got a goal on that one yes yeah, so and then nice yeah. way to mark yeah we lost that one yes. are we going to talk about asian cup <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's one for another day <laughs> maybe that, maybe might, that might be a part two that's, that's, for, that's for his brother that's yeah, brother. yeah, they could do that one. <laughs> you know, I think, honestly, James, I think we've covered so much ground, yeah. and I, I want to again. I, I say this with, with, um, with people a lot. I want to be respectful of your time because yeah. you've you've given us a lot in oh, this. Um, so. I, I don't know how long we're going for, but it's it's. it's oh, been, I could what, go the time on for has, more, mate. I could the time has flown by. Um, is there anything you want you want to talk about or, or or sort of mention that we haven't covered already that you want to go over? Um, hmm. No, of, of course it's. I'll say, say it's fantastic that you've got this going, mate, uh, with Sadelf especially, because I remember you actually asked me to help you out with, with Little the podcast. Little did I know, yeah, two other other things on the go. So, <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, it's a great idea, mate, especially with, like, actually I'm looking forward to, I will watch every episode, every second of every episode you guys have. It's fantastic, especially, I think, with online stuff and with the tools we have, I think it, we don't, as with football here, we don't utilise it enough. Yeah, and it's fantastic what you guys have set up here. Well, I'm sure the listeners are going to really appreciate you sharing your stories. It, it's been a it's been a tremendous Trying insight. To, to I'll think of a juicier one next time <laughs> with you. The funny thing is, a lot of people don't didn't know that he was out collecting. <laughs> Which back in London is one year stint as a as a, a car, uh, bailiff, 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 bailiff. That should be the yeah. I had loads of jobs. What did else did I have? I had bailiff. I was a movie extra. Uh, oh. You know, it's funny. Um, okay, I, I, I was telling this. I tell the people this story, and they're like, oh, they, "It seems like they don't care." I'm like, "Actually, that's big stuff." Like, uh, so I was on this TV show as a waiter in my underwear, <laughs> but I had like a shirt with a tie, a tie but uh, no underwear and boots. <laughs> and it's like um, the show was called Material Girl, so it's like a fashion like girl becoming a fashion like designer in London. And you had like the guy from New Adventures of Superman, Jimmy Olsen, as yeah, the, yeah. as the American guy. And okay. It was good to work. So I'm walking past the tra- on the sh- on the on the set. I actually dropped the tray, and it was champagne, but it's all ginger ale inside. So I broke that. But there was a girl, right, and she was really nice. Like she was the main one, the main star of the show, and she just was talking to me and like being very friendly. How's my lunch and everything? But I saw she was in a Black Mirror episode. So I thought, oh, that's good. She's on that. But her boyfriend on the show, I've just seen that. He's one of the main cast in the Black Widow movie. Okay. So like I'm excited to see him now. I was like, oh, yeah, that's my little claim to fame. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's your in for your Hollywood. No, exactly, mate. That's Hollywood like, I'm, I'm, I'm not too far away. I'm not plan, too really. far. We talk about regrets. Maybe I could have been in Hollywood. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's the that's like a first degree nearing the mm. 
yeah. on the cusp. No, exactly. The I'm nearly there. He's yeah. in there. I could be there. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, he's a talented actor, a really good guy. Like, so it's it's great to see like people. I like I get sad to see other people do well as well. And I hope in Philippine football, like it wasn't like ourselves. We've had our time, and now we're going towards being men, coaches, mentors for young kids. Mm. And I really hope the young generation get the same opportunity like us to play in front of eighty, ninety thousand. Uh, fans and then they can't hear each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the thanks, show James I, I really thanks, appreciate Adele. it appreciate and, it uh, oh yeah let me know when I can next come up I'll, I'll write down more stories alright yeah I'll include that one next alright <laughs> can it beat the two. can it beat the shaven the shaven armpits that's one? my number one <laughs> <laughs> shaven armpits I've got nobody, I've got a haircut one. one as well I'll say that one for the second, the second part <laughs> actually I haven't really the him and, and Phil would you know there have been a lot of incidents with him and Phil yeah. especially with the national Phil's team Phil's got ones so they got a lot of stories yep can we not do the yeah. wise one so that's next one that's a whole yeah episode. maybe Phil we have to share those maybe ones or maybe a I've got two. more wise ones <laughs> yeah that's about it thank you guys thank you thanks, so much thanks Jimbo I appreciate you coming thank on you. thanks for catching Across the Line if you want us to continue doing more episodes subscribe to us on YouTube download our episodes on Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Also, drop a comment para tuloy-tuloy itong Across the Line.